Welcome to Brave Men. The opening scripture of Hebrews chapter 12 says, Let us run life's marathon race with passion and determination. And that's why we do Brave Men. I'm here with Chris Shields, who's our producer for the Brave Men podcast. And Chris, it says at the end of chapter 12 in the Passion Translation, it says, We are receiving rights to an unshakable kingdom. And uh, I love our guest today, uh, Dr. Sammy Rodriguez, because he, he really is that guy that's fired up. He, he speaks of, thinks of, lives in an unshakable kingdom in the midst of chaos and crisis. Uh, this guy's a statesman for the faith. It was really, really awesome to be able to talk to him. Yes, yes. And I mean, I love the fact of he, take, he took his life and he put mm-hmm. it in a book. You know, yeah, he did. And he has his new book. You are next. You are where next. He, you see not just the you know reality of words being sp- spoken. You see mm-hmm. the reality of what he's walked out and what he's mm-hmm. walked through, and he's put it all in a book. Yeah, he's the he's the head. In fact, he was one of the founders of the Hispanic National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference. That's over forty thousand Hispanic churches and organizations. I mean, this guy, this guy is a statesman for the faith. This yes. is a man of influence, and, and I appreciated him. And he's a man of integrity. I appreciated yes. him taking the time to speak to us. And what was it that happened uh, when we were going to try he, to get a hold of him? He was transitioning from a conference to our meeting. But he, in the midst of it, he kept texting saying, hey, I did not forget. I right. said I was going to be there. I'm yeah. going to be there. So he's got a call with the White House. He's got a speaking, thing he's speaking at. And since he told you yes. that he would be there on that day at this time, he, he showed said, up. He, yeah, he showed up. <laughs> you know, we were on Zoom. We're looking at each other. And, and uh, it's funny because he actually went out in a lobby, sat his phone down, and yes. we talked to each other. And all I could see was his knees and his face. I mean, because it was kind of, you know, at that angle. But uh, this is an amazing program today. Yeah. Uh, you are next, uh, Sammy Rodriguez. I, I believe it's men like this that enlarge us, that if we're going to run with passion and determination, if we're going to be fired up about this, this thing, if we're going to have wisdom and courage, we have to listen to men like this. Yes. And that's what encouraged, I was just going to add in, that's what encouraged me about this episode. The man left an event, came and was still on fire just from the event that he came from. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, if we're going to see this world transformed, it takes us being releasers of the Holy Spirit like this man man. is living, you know? Absolutely, man. This is great stuff. So you're going to hear today from uh, Sammy Rodriguez, if, and, and I don't necessarily, in the midst of talking to him, give all his stuff. But man, this guy, uh, he's a pastor, pastor of New Season LA in Downey, California, a significant church. He's a movie producer, an author, human rights activist. He's done all these different things and uh, sat down and talked with us, and he stirs me up, man. It gets me fired up. I want to go take some stuff. So you're going to love this day on Brave Men. It's Brave Man with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. I'm with Sammy Rodriguez right now. And and, uh, Pastor Sammy, you are the president of the Hispanic uh, Christian Leadership Council Conference. And so you've got over 40,000 churches looking to you for direction and input, working with the president on, on his languaging and and the 
the narrative of everything, but you know, you had a message and I've heard you preach a number of times, but you had a message you just recently put in a book called your next. And I thought, you know, before we hit some of these other things, if you could hit that, it was, it's such a strong word about, uh, about healing. Could you hit that for us for a few minutes? Sure. Thank you for having me. Your next stems from the Gospel of John. It's the powerful encounter that Jesus had with this man who was paralyzed for close to an entire generation, 38 years. And Jesus approaches the man who has been paralyzed for close to 40 years. And Jesus has the audacity, I say that with great due deference, to ask the man the following, do you want to get well? What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you, are you really kidding me? Do you want to get well? To me, that intrigued me. It prompted the writing of this book, You Are Next. The man explicitly states that he was dependent. He looks at Jesus and says, look, I've tried my best. When the waters move, miracles take place, people get healed. And every single time I miss my turn. And a matter of fact, the, the, the following phrase is explicit. He states the following, I'm dependent on other people. Mm. So Jesus, Jesus is asking him this. Let me tell you in, the, in, in, in actuality what Christ was asking. Do you want to get well and are you willing to break your cycle of dependency? Wow. You've depended, you've depended on others for your healing. You stated explicitly, Mr. Paralyzed Man, that every single time you miss your turn because you depend on others. When you depend on others, more than you depend on God, you will be paralyzed. Paralysis will define you mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, your integrity. Paralysis will define your dream and your God-ordained purpose if you depend on others more than you depend on God. So Jesus is asking him, do you want what I have for you? What I have for you, not your dependency. Can you go beyond yourself and looking at others for your breakthrough? Can you depend on me? Can you? Do you want it? I have something wow. to offer you, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to prompt a pivot. That's why this message is so critical, even for our current reality. Yeah, it really is, because, you know, frankly, too many of us are looking to somebody else for our spiritual input, for everything about ourselves. That's why we, it is almost an obsession to look to Washington, D.C., or to New York City, or, or Albany, or to government somewhere to solve issues and crises, and sure, they're involved, but there's uh, so many things that we need to do ourselves. Yeah, this idea of dependency, and I, and I speak about it in a very extensive manner in the book, is an issue that it's defining the emerging generations, millennials and Generation mm. Z individuals, wow. truly have this aspect of dependency. As you well know, millennials, and I have millennial children, millennials uh, and my praise God, love Jesus, went to school, educated, and pursued careers in ministry and so forth. But many millennials are, are at home till they're 30, 35, 40 years of age. Yeah. And being at yeah. home is not the negative component. As, yeah. a, as a Latino, I mean, we have, we have aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpa at home, you know, in perpetuity. So that's not the dynamic. The dynamic is the issue of dependency. Right. Um, the sense of Im embedded de facto and de jure entitlement. Wow. And, and all of a sudden, we have to break that. Even right now with the current crisis and so forth, with the recent coronavirus crisis, the dependency on government, as you alluded to, government has the role to play, indeed. But here's the, here's the problem. When we depend more on Uncle Sam than we do on our Heavenly Father, there is, there is a definitive break in God's hierarchical order. Let me explain. Uncle Sam mm. may be our uncle, but he is not our Heavenly Father. He's just <laughs> an uncle. He's not your father. 
And when yeah. we depend on an uncle more than we depend on our father, when our father is alive and well and on the throne, there is a theological shift. There is a, a break in, in paradigm of our reality. We have to take this faith. So dependency is an issue. Who do you depend on? Mm. Who do you depend on for your joy? If yeah. someone else, you know, if someone else is, is responsible for you, you will be experiencing depression for years to come. Yeah. If, if, if you depend on someone else for, for your integrity, you can't. You can't project integrity. You can't somehow believe that someone else can live faithfully on your behalf. You can't vicariously have, live out your faith through someone else. You, there are things, my friend, that you're going to have to depend on God or even on yourself. In that same Gospel of John, there's a moment where Jesus speaks to a blind man. Another interesting story. Right. And Jesus speaks to a blind man, and, and he spits in the blind man's eye. Pretty powerful story. What I love about this story is that this man is blind, by the way. It's a double-blind study. He's born blind. Jesus spits on the ground, makes mud, places it on his eye. And then Jesus has the audacity to say this to a blind man who's in a double blind study now, right? Blind man with mud on his eye. Jesus says, all right, go wash yourself. Jesus doesn't say, let me take you by the hand, sunshine. And let me wash you right now. Yeah. Jesus says, all right, now go wash, go wash yourself. There are things that we're never going to experience in life. There are miracles and breakthroughs and a greater relationship with Christ that we will experience when we learn you know, to pick up those bootstraps and to learn to do things with the giftings and the abilities, the wherewithal, the fortitude and the acumen that God has placed in us. Yeah. So this idea of dependency on others, we have to break the cycle of dependency. Yeah, it's it's codependency and dependency. And, and then there those of us, I've always told businessmen, as an example, if you have the ability that you know how to scale a business, you know how to make it larger, you know how to make it bigger, but you don't do it. You've actually robbed the kingdom and you've robbed other people. Totally. Because it's, it's kind of like, it's what Paul said about those who know to do, to do right and don't do it to them, it's sin. The, the issue is, the issue is that we've got, to, we've got to actually pick it up for others, right? So what you're talking about, Ken, is we've got to do what we have to do because we love other people. It's just like isolating. With the virus crisis, why do we do that? Because the government said to do it? No, because we love other people. And if we do it that way, changes the whole mindset, doesn't it? Without a doubt, without a doubt. The motive, the intention, and the fact that it's the imperative, the, the impetus stems from us. Self-motivated. We have yeah. it. It's in us. The gifting of God in us. The direction of God. Being led by the Spirit, not by the flesh, not by the circumstances. Galatians, Paul's admonition. Absolutely. And yeah. if we pick that up, we break dependency and we're able to thrive. Not just survive, yeah. we're able to thrive. Yeah, Paul told the Galatians, he said, you, you were doing so well, but you got off course because somebody bumped into you. And, and to me, it always speaks of people's opinions. We got bumped into by distractions. Uh, we get now in, in this uh, thing with the coronavirus, we get bumped into by, this is the way we've always done church. Right? right. Yeah, I, listen, I, and, and I... This disruptive moment is brought to you by Kellogg's. It's not. This disruptive moment is brought to you by God not being surprised by the coronavirus. Yeah. I truly believe this, this, this disruptive moment has an opportunity to reset things. Yes. Listen, I have an iPhone. Right now I'm doing this, tele, this Zoom conference via the conduit of my iPhone. 
And on occasion, on a couple of occasions, something happened on my iPhone where I called the Apple store and basically the customer service person said, hey, Mr. Rodriguez, you have an option, hard reset. Hard reset means you press a couple of buttons and you go back to your default settings. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna delete yeah, some that. of the most recent yep. things you did. And, and if, you, if you did not upload to the cloud, however, you're gonna go back to your default settings. What we're experiencing right now with the coronavirus is a hard reset. Wow. We're going back to our default settings, both, wow. both the church and the families. Let me explain about the church. We're going back to our default settings. We're going back to John 3.16. It's about the gospel, baby. It's about Christ as Lord. It's about salvation through Christ and Christ alone. It's about eternal life through Christ Jesus. We're going back to John 3.16, biblical orthodoxy, the message of the gospel, the good news. We're going back to Matthew 25. Let's take care of other people around us. Let's be compassionate. Let's yeah. quench the thirst, feed the hungry, and, and welcome the stranger. Take, take care of the needy. And we're going back to Acts chapter 2. Every single house was filled. Do you remember the, in, on two occasions in Acts chapter 2, it says this, and the house was filled with the Holy Spirit twice in the book of Acts, in the upper room Pentecost experience. Yeah. What does it mean? That's what we're going back to. We're going back to this. We're going back to John 3, 16, Matthew 25, and our houses, not just the church houses, not just the conference, my friend, yeah. not just the auditorium, but our houses being filled with God's precious Holy Spirit. It's a hard reset. It looks like things are turning off, but when they turn back on, Man, I think we're going to be better and we're going to be a lot of those bugs and viruses that were inundating our smartphones and iPads and computers. They're going to be gone. That's what a hard on, reset man. does. So get ready. Let not your heart be troubled, man. You know, uh, I, I believe that. I, I believe I was on a phone call with uh, uh, Willie George the other day and Willie George said this. He said, uh, I believe that uh, it was a group of us with my friend Robert Berger. And, and uh, he said, I believe. He said, the last five months of this year, we will see more people saved in our churches and more people attending than we have seen in decades. He said, this is going to bring a new wave of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, when he did the miracles, uh, Dr. Rodriguez, you know this, when he did the miracles, few of them were in the synagogue. Most of them were in farmer's markets. They were in houses and they were in streets. So here's my deal. Farmer's markets and houses. Houses is where we're, we're at right now. The streets, I believe that's the internet, right? And then you've got the farmer's markets, which is the gathering. We're able to do that again. I believe that's where people are going to be healed, not just in the synagogue, but where we're at, where the holy, the Ruach, the breath of God is. The Ruach, the Numa. Hey, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> it's a new... It's it's a new day, but arise and shine. Your light has come and the glory of God has risen upon you. Hey, how you doing, guys? Let me take a moment right now in the middle of this great conversation to remind you how to get in touch with Paul and Christian Men's Network and the Global Fatherhood Initiative. You can find all the resources for mentoring and fatherhood at cmn.men. That's cmn.men. Also, you can write to Paul at paul at cmn.men. That's paul at cmn.men. We have tremendous resources for churches with special discounts for groups on that website. Everything a church needs from A to Z to mentor and disciple men of all ages and backgrounds. Now let's get back to this awesome interview between Paul and Sammy Rodriguez. I'd like to... Uh... I did this the other day on a broadcast. I said, uh, 
whoever asked God to change the world, would you raise your hand? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. Indeed. Because here Indeed. we are, the world's changed. We prayed, we've prayed for decades, Pastor Sammy. You know, God changed the world, God changed the world. Well, bam, here it is. And I love the hard reset because I think most of us who use computers and smartphones we've had to do that at some point. And I love that whole picture is, and the default is you go back to the manufacturer's specs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. This is, this is, that's the creator, the designer, the architect's original plan, my friend. Yeah. And it takes this, it takes yeah. a coronavirus and invisible reality with great consequences. It takes that. And it reminds us, by the way, that the invisible world is so much more powerful than the visible world. It's yeah. the reminder that, that wow. the things that we do not see, yeah. that we do not see, have greater impact than the things that we do see. What right. a reminder. Yeah, it's a tremendous reminder. Faith comes by hearing, but so does fear. Hearing of the Word of God. But so does yeah. fear. Fear comes by hearing also. Yeah. Faith is believing what you cannot see will come to pass, but so is fear. So now what we've got is the, is the collision of two kingdoms and a really very crystal clear choice to make between those two kingdoms. Now, I want to speak to one other thing, and I know you've got to run. You've got so many meetings. You've got churches. You've got tens of thousands of churches are responsible for leading, plus the churches there in Sacramento and Los Angeles. Uh, and, you know, the, the things you're doing with the president and other people who ask for your wisdom. So thank you for the time, uh, Dr. Rodriguez, for being with us on, on this uh, moment. But, you know, I, we, have, we have got um, here where I live, the crisis homes are full. The abuse homes are full. They're packed. Spouse abuse has gone off the charts. There's, police are answering more calls for that than anything else right now. And so would you speak to that? Because to me, it comes back to manhood, biblical masculinity, and the fact that as our churches go back into motion, we've got to raise up some men, some warriors. Unfortunately, my friend, it's underreported. It's underreported, but it is a truth that can't not be denied. I have a friend named John Jackson. John Jackson is the president of William Jessup University and one of my closest friends, one of my dearest friends. And John spoke to me about a season of revelation. He said, hey, Sam, this coronavirus is really exposing who we are. Mm -hmm. dynamics about society, about the church, about government, limitations, capacities, weaknesses, strengths. This crisis is revealing the fact that there is not just a fracture, but a massive, massive crack in the foundational, the foundational cement of family and civilization for that matter, which is righteous men, men. The fact that we have this increase in child abuse, domestic violence, yeah. there's an issue. There's an issue right now. And when this crisis is over, all hands on deck, there should be a massive fatherhood. And thank you for your leadership on the fatherhood initiative globally. That there should be, I, by the grace of God, had the opportunity in the previous administration to work on the fatherhood task force. Right. How about that? So th this, we need to put all hands on deck. There's an issue, a crisis with men. What did yeah. the coronavirus really reveal? A lot of things, but, but one of the most significant things, there is a crisis with men in America and around the world. This, this what you referenced in Texas is not just Texas, it's global. 
It's global around the world, this issue with men and, and domestic violence, child abuse. This, and again, it, it, we, we know what it is. It comes back to issues of identity, of definition, of right. course, the lack of Christ, of all things, pornography, the infestation of pornography, alcoholism and drug abuse. Again, the lack of father transferring legacy and mantles right. to their Here's sons. Them. And we, we get all that. It's been studied. Your, uh, your dad led the way. You're now doing even greater things. I mean, we get all that. But what are we going to do about it? What yeah. are we gonna do? Come on, it's, man. It, we, we, we are compelled not just to identify the issue, but to address it prophetically and scripturally. We, we are compelled to see a brand new movement emerge. I don't mean venues and conferences, man. I mean something that will go actually down to the core, to the home, to the house. Yeah. We yeah. need to build a firewall. And, and somehow see men redeemed and aligned perfectly in their biblically defined purpose as the high priests of the home, as the leaders of a righteousness and justice movement. Oh. I want to see men in the book of Joshua in the 21st century, you know, in, in the chapter where the, the walls of Jericho came down. It's beautiful because it, it talks about the following. Here, and do your biblical due diligence. It says they had men who carried the ark. They had men who were blowing the shofars. They were men who were carrying swords. And think about it. And it also as a biblical metaphor. The sword is the, is, is the word of God. The spirit is the word of God. We need men back in the word of God. We need men as worshipers. And we need men who carry the glory of God into their homes and into their cities, into the marketplace, into government and politics and business and entertainment. We need these men to arise. But it's up to you and I, Paul. It's up to you and I and pastors and men who are watching this Come to on. rise up and disciple other men. Disciple other men. Yeah. Let's do this. We're, we're in this together for the sake of our children, of our children's children for such a time as this. Sorry for preaching, but you just got me completely animated about something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Seeing a brand new generation of men rise up in the name of Jesus. And we call it the sons of Zebulun. It's, uh, you know, the sons of Iskar knew Come on. what to do. They knew the time. They but knew Zebulun was equipped for warfare. It says they were equipped. They had of every kind of warfare, and it says they were loyal. To, in, in one translation, it says they knew how to keep ranks. In other words, they knew how to go arm in arm. Women bond face to face, but men bond shoulder to shoulder facing a challenge. And we can't just do the kumbaya little church thing. Anymore. We've got to raise men up and get together and face a challenge. And that challenge is, what's the future going to look like for our kids if we don't step up as men? What's our world going to look like? And so, uh, man, yeah, you get you get me going after I get you going. I mean, that's fantastic. And and so, um, I I you know Monday night, in fact, March the thirtieth, Monday night, we start a thirteen week uh, global men's intensive, a half hour that every church can use the second half hour of an hour, you know, to do social media, talk to their guys. But I'm going to teach strong men in tough times. The book my father wrote about the life of Daniel. So I'll do that starting, uh, March the 30th, uh, Monday night, and uh, believing and expecting that what comes out of that will stir other people up. You know, that's part of the thing, isn't it? To stir people up to actions, to stir people up to do, to do warfare, to get them to stand up. So uh, I appreciate you, uh, Pastor Sammy, and, and everything you do with the Hispanic Leadership Conference and what you've meant to so many people. But uh, let me ask you, as we, as we wrap up, uh, married children, where are you guys all in your house? Are you separated? Yeah. Yeah, no, mar married for 30 years. 
yeah. uh, 30 wow. years with the, the most amazing woman on the planet next to my salvation, the greatest gift God has given me, truly. Amen. Um, yeah, I, I met her when I was 11 years of age. She's the only woman I've ever known. And I, yeah, uh, yeah, and we have three kids. They're grown up now. So my kids are grown up. They, they live nearby and 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 married and so forth so and we, we i mean and you know we're, we're supposed to be isolated but we love we are a very tight family so every day we're driving out mom and i and we're visiting one of the kids yeah um making sure everything's clean cdc we get that um but yeah we're taking care of our kids even though they're in you're close to 30 years of it you know 25 26 27 28 uh, we're taking care of them anyway we're still parents right so yeah, yeah. yeah we love our family for such a time as this my friend here we are let's do this we're, yeah. we're in this together and we're going to come out thriving in Jesus' name. So are you an abuelo? I am. I am an abuelo. Abuelo, for uh, those that do not speak the Spanish vernacular, is a granddaddy. I'm a granddaddy of three, a Liam, a Landon, and a Mila. That's fantastic, man. You know, two boys, uh, we all two have boys learn, and a girl, man. That's awesome. We all have to learn Spanish because they, Robert Berger uh, told me that's what's <laughs> language in heaven. This is unofficially, officially the truth. So, so I'm working on it, but man, I love hashtag love being a boilo, man. I love being Papa. Love it. I like it. So God bless you and everything you're doing. And uh, your church is there in uh, Sacramento and Los Angeles. And uh, now are you doing some online services? We are online. Our church is not Latino, by the way. Our church is right. our church is forty percent Anglo, forty percent African American, twenty percent confused. So it's an it's an amazing. I'm a comedian, guys. So it's it's an amazing church, multiple campuses, and yeah, we're doing online. We're online, and we grew. We grew exponentially online. Yeah, and that's uh, new this past season. week. We had the, yeah, new season, new season of worship. Yeah, new season, evangelical church. Biblical truth, Christ-centered, Bible-based, spirit-empowered, just loving Jesus, preaching the gospel. Come on, somebody. Yeah, so, man, this is, uh, I, I believe, I wrote a, an article, and CBN published it on their global news. I believe it's the greatest day in the history of the church in the sense of what will come out of this. I'm desperately grieving over a couple of friends who have just passed away, uh, who uh, their underlying issues were exasperated by this uh, Coronavirus, so very difficult watching that happen, and and yet uh, in the midst of all of this, we see the church having grown through persecution in Acts, because yeah. passion always overcomes persecution. Indeed. So, Lord bless you, Beautiful. brother. Thank Love you it. God bless, bless you, my friend. Take care. God bless. Wow. I don't know how much fire was in my hand from writing so much notes <laughs> yeah. from this interview. Like when he started dropping bombs, I was like, yeah. can I keep up with him with all the yeah. notes? It was great talking to him and I uh, appreciated him taking some time. He was actually in the middle of a, a conference. Uh, I think he was at the White House and he came out, he went off to the side. We did this conversation and he has a, he's a man with great influence but what i love about him he's passionate about reaching men for jesus christ yes he and is. that's his bottom line yes he's involved in all kinds of political stuff governmental things uh changes going on in our culture he's involved in all of that but center for him is men coming to christ being discipled and as, as he talked about, standing up with some yes, cojones. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the thing that blows my mind, too, is the fact that he is a man of integrity. Mm. He leads by example. Yeah. You know, he had promised us that he was going to be a part of this. And he made sure, like he was texting us during the um, walking yeah. out of the 
um, conference and he was just like, hey, yeah. I didn't forget about y'all. I promise yeah. you it's delayed, but I'm going to do this today. So I just love the fact that he's not just a man that talks it. He walks it. Well, he wasn't trying to be like, you know, big time yeah. famous. Like I'm famous. Sorry, guys. Can't exactly. do you today. You know, Trump called me. Blah, or like blah, we blah. like to call it Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some of that. <laughs> yes. it's, it's been interesting, Chris, for you to produce this because you've actually come face to face with some Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. I will not name drop. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about them. But that's why, you know, here's the deal. Brave men, the whole point of this is not just meeting guys. Exactly. Who are brave men, but letting this stir us up. Exactly. Letting guys like Sammy Rodriguez and Nick Stumbo and David Barton and Chris Broussard, Demario Davis, you know, let guys like that stir us up where we become what we're talking about, exactly. which is a brave man. And the way you could say it too is I'm inspired to be inspired. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's and great. I think that oftentimes we miss that. No, you're exactly right. Let me write that down real quick. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah, free. okay, thanks. Because <laughs> when, I, when I share that next week, I'll do that opening. <laughs> you know, my next time I preach, I'll go, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> The Lord just dropped something in my heart. Hey, I know that's guys Hollywood. that do that. I know guys that's that do Hollywood. that. <laughs> Is that ghostwriting? Uh, no, that's, <laughs> and that's not the ghost. That's, that's the other one. Or is that plagiarizing? Yeah, <laughs> plagiarizing. That's what we're in the middle of. Hey, uh, thanks for being with us today on Brave Men. It really is meaningful that we spend time together. And we work on this very hard at Christian Men's Network. In order to bring, uh, we're just not doing a podcast to do a podcast. We're doing it so that it enlarges our hearts, stirs us to good works, and increases our love for Jesus Christ. That's the center. That's the foundation. That's the bottom line. Thanks for being with us today on Brave Men. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.